Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Bill Belichick is not ready to commit to a Pats quarterback. Name a guy. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jeff. How you doing there, man? Woo, Key, this makes me want to be down. Where are we at? We at Miami. We at Wet Willies. We in Vegas with this kind of music. Look, Key, Wet Willies brought memories back for Key. You know you've been to Wet Willies. No, I called a cab from Wet Willies before. <laughs> He's just living the wait, dream. Wait, 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 wait. I need to dig deeper into that. You called a cab from Wet Willies? What does that mean? Yeah, but this was this was years ago, Jay. This was uh, Memorial Day or oh, Labor Day weekend. Memorial Day in Miami. Praise and the Lord. And this was like one of the first times that I really – so this was 2000 to come to think of it because this was the first time – this was literally the first time – I got traded to the Bucks, and I was messing around with Riddell Anthony and Jacquez Green. Yes, I'm putting y'all on blast. <laughs> Two of my young Florida guns that was that that uh, played at the University of Florida. You know, great receivers yeah, in college, yeah. the whole deal. On his seven on it, seven team, good. No, they were not on my seven. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but they had a drink called Call a Cab, and oh yeah, and man. I messed around and probably had too too many, and my head felt like. Somebody hit me with a sludge hammer, and I literally, literally had to call a cab to get back to the hotel. <laughs> well, and that's I what told, happens, you know. And Truth told, in advertising. I, I told Ree and Jock, I said, man, I'll put something in my drink, man. I'm telling you, because it was, it was a whole thing going on. Jay. It was a lot, man. <laughs> and your boys are like, hey, dummy, it's in the name of the drink. All you needed to say <laughs> yeah. to me was Wet Willies, yeah. Miami Memorial Day. That already seems like a lot, and you know and what I'm was, talking about. And this was, hmm. this was so long ago, Jay. You was like maybe in junior high at the time. So it was, it was it – What was, year? What year was this? This was 2000. Oh, no. I was in college. I was down there. Don't were get that twisted. Player yeah. of the year by 2000. Yeah, I was in college. I was sophomore year of college, and we were, we were going down to Florida for those weekends. Yeah, and so that thing, I remember like it was yesterday. And ever since then – I've never had a daiquiri or whatever the hell that oh. thing was. I've never had one ever oh. again. Never had one ever again. Yeah. He's it like, was, what is it, it called? Was... Call a cab? I'll have two too many. No, it was man. a call a cab. I'm serious, man. That that thing, that was dangerous, man. I could have came up missing. You were one of many, one of thousands that have stumbled remember, out of wet I remember it like thousands it was yesterday, next. though. I remember sliding into the cab <laughs> head first and laying down and telling the dude. <laughs> I remember, man, I was telling laying down. I was like, uh, four seasons, whatever, blah, blah. I remember. You like, get to the point where you can't, It's you're okay, you know where you are and everything, you uh, just can't move. You ever have that? Like, listen, oh, yeah. I'm all right. Oh, I I've just, had that. I can't pick up my I had those right really now. drunken yeah. moments where you're walking key through the hotel lobby. But Mr. Johnson, are you are you okay? I, no, nah, I ain't okay. Yeah. No, so, get to my it, room. Uh, Every now and then, one would accuse Bill Belichick of being. That's there you go. I was about to do the same thing. <laughs> you know who's not okay. So Bill Belichick will not commit to a single quarterback to start for the Patriots. Who's the starter? Mina Kimes. And I'm bringing this sound back, Key, because because we ran out of time in the last hour, and I want to know your response to this. Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst, was on first take, and this is her comment on. Belichick's indecision. I mean, I think you saw Zappi's limitations as a passer as the game went on, which is uh, up to this point, 
they've been ahead. He's been able to use that play-action game to hit wide-open receivers, but when they fell behind, he had to drop back more. You saw him pressing and then, of course, ultimately turning the ball over the way Mac Jones did. And I think that's kind of my issue with this rotation, as it were. It feels to me that given these quarterbacks, given their youth, given the fact with Jones we have seen some regression this season, especially when it comes to decision-making, the best approach would be to just play one of them, get make one of them your number one. I think that's why I had such an issue with the plan last night is it's hard for me to understand what it means in the long term for this football team. What do you yeah, think? See, I, I didn't have a problem with, with uh, Zappi at all going into the game. They were down 10-0 when he came in and sparked them. So the notion that the play-action pass game wasn't working and he had to do drop back, that I, I don't subscribe to that. He struggled in the second half because they made second half adjustments defensively, and you got two young coaches that didn't necessarily make the adjustments. Two young offensive coaches in Joe Judge and Matt Patricia didn't make the necessary adjustments to give him the success that he had in the first half, the second half. They just didn't, and I believe that that is part of the reason that he struggled. On top of, look uh, – I've seen many quarterbacks get balls batted down, all right? Even some of the tallest quarterbacks get balls batted down when the defensive linemen put their hands up. It happens. I think when you look at this situation, Mac Jones, early, uh, I think they were one and three with him at the starting quarterback position, and he did not look good. And then they turned to Zappi, and Zappi looked good for that two and a half games. And then for a first half of the game the other night against, on Monday night against the Chicago Bears. The second half didn't go his way. He had a fumble. He had two interceptions. But I believe, based on what Bill Belichick is saying, that he is really conflicted on whether or not uh, Dr. Z is the quarterback or Mac Jones will be the quarterback moving forward. Everybody I've talked to, Key, including yourself, over this two-year span we've done this show, I've spoken to Jeff Saturday, talked to my cousin David Tyree, who played for the Giants. Everybody tells me how quarterbacks are very, very sensitive. And the fact is that when you allow there to be confusion as to whose team it is, that creates a lot of friction, right? That's been a consistent theme that I've learned from NFL players doing this show for the past two and a half years. This is why I don't agree with what Bill Belichick is doing. And, yes, he could be the GOAT, uh, you know, but I'm questioning it. He's not perfect. No it, one's perfect. It, it, and he's not a perfect human being. And there are, you know, Coach K has made mistakes, right? People have made mistakes before. So when you – only give Mac Jones three series and he throws a pick and you yank him while the fans are chanting zappy, zappy, zappy. You create more confusion than just saying, you know what, zappy, go run away with it for the next six or seven games. Give it to him then, Key, if you the want to same, do that. The same thing that they saw in practice throughout the course of the week, they saw in the beginning of the game, which wasn't good. Yeah, but, it, that, I, which but wasn't Key, good. I could – there has to be some room to allow Mac Jones to adjust to a new completely scheme that was developed by people that you just brought in this past offseason. Like, where it, is – It's a good point, Key. Like, like, it, you can't so just be like, oh, you know, well, so you didn't hit the ground running, so now I'm going to yank you. Key, before no, you but defend – you know, But so that you know, it's not a new scheme. It's new people in his ears. The same principles okay. was carried over – from Josh McDaniels, they're calling it different. 
but it's not a new scheme. Everybody keeps saying it's a new scheme. It's not a it's new scheme. It's a good scheme. distinction, but whatever it's it is. the there same are, scheme. But there are new people, and with new people yes. have come very different-looking yes. results, right, yes. for Mac Jones. So what about that key B- before, like, reflexively defending Belichick? Because you know from the Bill Parcells coaching tree, you, you look at it and see, yep, that, I, I see what he's doing. But it does seem like he is – Maybe he just doesn't have a good option at quarterback. But what would be the harm in giving it to one guy, as Jay says, and not messing with your sophomore quarterback this early in the season? Well, one, the sophomore quarterback was out, so he wasn't ready to play. Then when he came back and he would look like he was ready to play, he got the start now. But again, the same things that they saw throughout the course of the week in practice, they saw in those three series of the game. And they Okay. The, so but, the decision was made but, to pull him. But you're, you're describing what happened and, and probably the reasons why, and I take your word for it, and it sounds right to me. But, then, but Jay is making a judgment on it, right? I'm He's saying, saying like, had, I don't think it's right. I've had bad weeks of practice, and I've started out games bad, and the games have ended really, really well. All right. Like, how, you I, had I, a bad sleep last night. How much, uh, <laughs> how much trouble are the Bucks in, by the way? Got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, Jay had bad sleep last night. So you're saying I'm having a bad first quarter today, Key? That's what you're saying? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
hot news or not news time, but not with Jeremy Fowler. You're not Jeremy Fowler. I am not. You're not Jeremy Fowler at all. I, that, Much that prettier. That promo yes. always tickles me because Jeremy's, I could just picture Jeremy like, yeah, now that the music's dropped, I'm ready to go. Like, I just, Jeremy's got oh, bars. Do you, have, do you have bars for us, Kimberly? Because he, he had bars. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. It is I don't Kimberly know it, A. <laughs> Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, co-host of First Take, Her Take with Charlie Arnold and L. Duncan. That's an all-star cast been on right show, there. But that's another story. Uh, he, New episodes special. are available of First Take, Her Take every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you ready for hot news or not? I'm news? ready. I'm ready. When are you and Key going to work this out very quickly? Listen, are you going to have Key on the show? or? I, you know you know those guys that like constantly hit you up and you're like, bro, take it easy. Like You're you being a little thirsty now. Just... <laughs> Fall back. Well, Key doesn't have enough outlets, you, you know. know to, I feel like he like let, just chill. Let me come to you with the podcast interview request. Okay, Ooh, bro? Like okay. Like, okay, yeah, that's you cool. Let me right. come all to good. you. Go ahead. Sound like she never. I feel like you've told good. other I'm people not, this you know, before. I just <laughs> it's been it's, it's been three gotta, years. It's been three years and count. But I'm gonna let you come to I've me. I've only been at the company two and a half. But okay. Okay. If you keep sending texts and she doesn't respond, I mean, she's not interested. If you leave, if you leave dudes on red, like what? Like what do you? Would You're saying Key needs more game, Kimberly? I'm just saying. It's like, bro, chill. Like, it's I all got good. you nope. at some point. It's, it's, Damn. It's Kimberly. Take a number. Sit there. Oh. We have the deli counter. Like, just sit down. I'm a, like, we're going to call you at some point. Okay. It's all good. She's definitely hey, not calling, she's not you, calling you, Jason. You, you on my list. All. I'm going to get back to you. It's all good. Don't trip. Uh, Don't you know, trip. You know you're hitting a nerve. Kimberly knows she's hitting a nerve right Don't now. She on my list. I'm going to get back to it. Max, let's roll. Bill Belichick, it's a good idea, Key, doesn't commit to Mac Jones as his starting quarterback, Kimberly. Hot news or not news? This is hot news only because it's so avoidable, and Belichick is making this a bigger issue. Mac Jones was a starter. He didn't lose the job, but he had to take a step back because of the injury, so he put in the new guy. I think Zappi, the way he played in the second half, all but made that QB controversy Combo. I think that's moot now, based on how he played. I, I think it's I think it's hot news just because people are into the situation of the two quarterbacks. But as far as I can see, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick, and he's going to stay Bill Belichick. He's not going to do what everybody wants him to do, which is tell them mm-hmm. what they want, so they can continue to write stories and talk about it. And it becomes very frustrating, I think, at times for people that cover the Patriots or want information out of the Patriots camp. Everybody should know. He's not giving you anything. So stop asking. Just write your stories the way you want to write them and go from there. Well, I mean, I say it's hot news. He's not giving the media anything, but apparently he's not giving the players anything either. I mean, when neither one knew who was really going to start. And I just think that's confusion that doesn't need to be created for no necessary reason. It's hot news because the difference between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi is not Dak Prescott to Cooper Rush. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was arguing, hey, you leave Cooper Rush in until they lose. But I wasn't arguing once they lose, you keep Cooper Russian, then you got to move on, right? But Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones, Mac Jones is taller. I mean, otherwise, <laughs> show me the real difference so far. I, they look kind of the same to me. Well, he went to the Pro Bowl last year. He led his team to the playoffs. He had a 60%, 70% completion percentage on but the what, gap is Duncan? not, when you watch them, the gap is not that So to here's Cooper what Rush. I will say about that. A uh, uh, personnel exec texted me, you know, and I, I thought this was really good. Everybody loves the backup. 
course. Until the backup has to be in there for extended plays. Mm-hmm. Like this sample size of Bailey Zappi, yes, he gave you a spark for a bit. But based off of what Mac did last year, I don't think you can say the 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 difference between those guys is minimal. I think Mac he had a Pro Bowl caliber season last year. So I I, I don't Kimberly, I don't do you realize if you had key on the on the podcast he could tell you that information you wouldn't even need a text from a oh that's true from a, that's from a, true because i don't know a better football mind than Keyshawn. so see, me neither hey this is Kimberly, <laughs> me neither. You see? oh my me gosh neither. but it's always funny for me because it's like well bilichek provided the vehicle and the vehicle is what got mac jones all those numbers i'm like well mac jones had to do his part too yeah Mac Jones put up, actually, you know? Jay, Jay went through a top 10 in a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. top five in some stuff. Oh, God, if y'all don't stop, move on. Colts bench Mac, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Not Mac Ryan, mm-hmm. Jay, that's ridiculous. Matt Ryan. Yeah. You're the one and we'll start Sam Ellinger. Hot news or not news? That is hot news. I covered the Titans-Colts game, um, and to see how that went down, I mean, you've been sacked 24 times. They've got to pay him 20-something million dollars, guaranteed, just to sit on the bench now. Um and this is for the Colts. They've gone through five different quarterbacks, I believe, since uh, Andrew Luck retired. So it's hot news because Chris Ballard, their GM, somebody's got to ask him what is going on. I mean, how many QBs are you going to run through before you get it right? And, and on top of that, it's, it's hot news because, one, you're replacing him with a guy that you don't know a lot about that hasn't played any regular season snaps in Sam Ellinger, but also – at the same time, you paid a lot of money, like you said, Kim, to Matt Ryan to get him financially. And on top of that, you still owe him another $12 million of guaranteed mm-hmm. money next year. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of decisions to make from a money standpoint. You know, his benching, so to speak, I think is it could be a blessing if this kid could play at all and they could see if they got their quarterback of the future. Yeah, I think this is hot news. I unfortunately think this is going to be the last season mm. for Chris Ballard and Frank Wright. Really? And um, just so you know, Kim, the, Sam Ellinger is their seventh quarterback mm. that they're going on. Seventh. It's a lot of quarterbacks. And Jay has ties to Indianapolis. Seven quarterbacks equals no quarterbacks. Let's face it. Right? They need a quarterback. All right. Both the Bucks and Packers fall to three and four on the season. Hot news or not news, this Kimberly? This is hot news because think about what we thought in the offseason. You know, both of these Hall of Fame type quarterbacks, um, future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, teams that you thought would be favorites in their division, favorites in their conferences, and now we're literally talking on shows all day long about are they are the Bucks done? Are the Packers done? Oh. Um, this is not what you're seeing Brady look 45, which is not what we're used to seeing. And Aaron, besides the hair, we're not seeing a lot of good things coming out of Green Bay right now. Besides you the know, hair. It, or, or key. Good. It's not news to me. I, I just look at it and say to myself, the seasons are not lost. You got one team in Tom Brady who's still in first place, mm-hmm. and you got another team in Aaron Rodgers that – Five, six, and seven in the playoffs is going to be better than one and two for them this year if they can make it. It's it's just, you know, it's like, eh, not news. To me, it, it's hot news just because it's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and let's be, let's be frank about it. I mean, yeah. adversity doesn't build character. It reveals it in times of adversity, right? So we get a chance to see it. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN, NFL reporter extraordinaire with us now playing hot news or not news. And let me say quickly, it's hot news because, given the age of the quarterbacks, we're looking to see, do they look old? And the answer is, and I, I agree with Key, I think they're both going to make the playoffs. I think they'll be fine. 
But Brady has looked old recently. We know he's going through stuff in his personal life. He mm-hmm. looks like he lost weight. The <laughs> offensive line's not the same, et cetera, et cetera. But he looks old when he plays. And Rodgers has looked a lot better. This is about as bad as Rodgers has looked. So, like, I think it's hot news. Jets will be without both Brees Hall and Elijah Vera uh, Tucker for the rest of yeah. the season, Kimberly. Yeah, hot news or not? This is hot news because I was there on draft day when when they had a monster first-round draft with Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson and everybody. And then um, Brees Hall, that was the home run hitter that they were. Robert Sala was so happy to get. Um, he's just so dynamic. You cannot replace a Brees Hall. Like James Robinson, good pickup, but you can't replace a Brees Hall. Like he's just too dynamic a guy. And Vera Tucker actually been playing well this year. Um, this is a Jets team that 5-2, and two, they've got a great record. But questions still with the QB? Um, and and not losing a weapon, I think, like that is is major. No, it's certainly hot news. In, in five and two, they're headed in the right direction. They lose AVT on the offensive line. On top of losing him, Brees Hall, one of their home run hitters on the offensive side of the ball. It'll be interesting to see if James Robinson, who's been a thousand yard rusher in this league, could come in and do some of the same things based on the blocking scheme. But you miss an AVT, so. I, I can see him still fighting and clawing and playing good football, but I don't think you're going to see the same team that we saw the first, the last four weeks of this, of this season. Yeah, I think it's hot news. The Jets are one of the top teams in the AFC, which is crazy that I even <laughs> said that out loud. But, Kimberly, do you think this will require Zach Wilson to put on that super cape and do more? That, that is the opposite of what they want to see right now. Huh. Um, you don't want Zach Wilson feeling like, I've got to do more. It's play within the offense. There will be opportunities to take shots. There will be opportunities, but it's, it's, they're not trying to put everything on the kid. I think that's part of the maturation process. Like, little by little, as you get comfortable, as we get better. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I don't think you want Zach Wilson playing hero ball, which he might want to do, but that's not what they want. It's hot news because the Jets, like the Chargers, like there are some teams you look at, you're just waiting for something to go wrong, and – I just it, want the Jets fans They're to so have nice stacked things. right now. You think they can overcome that, but now here come the injuries, right? Yeah. Just like the Chargers, the same sort of thing. Hey, Kimberly, real quick, the other day on this Just In, terrific show, 2 p.m. Eastern, mm. handsome host, you, you, you and I were kind of having a sidebar yes. argument about Daniel Jones yes. versus Zach Wilson, and I thought, yeah. I said Daniel Jones is a better quarterback right now than Zach Wilson. Do you still think that Zach Wilson's better than Daniel Jones right I now? I mean, right now, you're talking about a guy who's got – Four years in the league, right. five, you know what I'm saying, versus a kid that. So you think Zach Wilson's upside I think is his better? Ups- I think his upside, yeah, is better. If if he ends up being the type of quarterback that the Jets <clears throat> project, yeah, I, I think with Daniel Jones, I'm not as impressed with the ceiling with what he could potentially be. That is Kimberly A. Martin. Did I upset you there, Max? NFL report. No, I, I've always fan, I, I would have agreed with you until this year. Now I'm starting. To, I want to see what Daniel Jones can do with a number one receiver. Like just give him. Zach Wilson's receivers, and let's see what he can do, right? I'd love to see that and find out what the ceiling is, but I, nothing, I hear you. There's nothing worse, Max, than sending six or seven texts and just seeing them there, and they're not being answered. I mean, I kind of I feel for Key. Oh. On this, I, I, I well, just Kimberly's got like, game, hey, you are, know? Like, she's are, not game. You know, are you there? <laughs> Hello? Well, Start talking to yourself, asking first questions. All, he in his feelings. You can tell by his face he's in his feelings. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, I haven't sent her six or seven texts. <laughs> Asking her to be on the show. So let's clear that up 
first and he's foremost, Mr. Glorification. On top, on top of that, I've asked Kimberly several times that she's been on the show, when is she going to invite me on the show? Yeah. Now, whether she invites me or not, the show is going to continue to be successful. Mm. I just wanted to lend her a different voice than the same stale guest that she probably gets. Wow. That's all. Wow. Hot news or not news? I think it's the hottest news that we broke on the show yet today is this uh, little uh, internal uh, beef going on. <laughs> Hot News or Not News is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Uh, is Dallas's defense good enough to carry them to the Super Bowl? Thank you, Kimberly. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Chris Canty. CC. Yo, yo, what's happening? Former defensive end for the New York football giants and Super Bowl champion. Don't and- tell Keyshawn Johnson that because I started out in Dallas as one of his teammates. And I can confirm, based on what he said earlier, he was a prick to all of us. <laughs> Co-host of Canty and Carlin, <laughs> 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern wow. on ESPN Radio what'd and I ESPN+. <laughs> wow. what I say? But, but was, was, but was I a disrespectful prick or was nah. I a positive Well, prick? you didn't. You never disrespected me, and I appreciate the Christmas cards you used to send me every year, too. Shout out for that. Yeah. But when I yeah. saw Keyshawn Johnson get into it with Todd Hur- Haley and him use some words that we can't use on family programming in front of everybody on the team – I was like, man, and Key is loves this Todd how Haley. players talk but, to coaches in the NFL? I never knew. And he loves Todd Haley. You should hear, like, but, Key, Key but, loves Todd Haley. But Chris Canty, was it not warranted for me to get in his ass? I don't know what was happening, Key. I ain't no receiver. I'm on the defensive side of the ball. What happened? What did you see, Chris? I, I saw what resembled a muff from Key to Todd Haley, and then uh, get the. Uh, my face, Stanley. That's what Keyshawn did to, to Todd Haley in practice. We were in that little bubble that the Dallas Cowboys had at Valley Ranch. I had never seen a player have that type of interaction with the head coach. This is my rookie year, granted. So I was just like, man, this is an eye-opener for me. But Key, when it comes to the investment that he made every single day he in the work in. ethic, yeah. like he puts it in so I can understand why he would demand that kind of excellence from his coaches – because that's what he puts out for the rest of his team. I love the follow-up question from Key, though. But was I a disrespectful? Yeah, prick? was I disrespectful? <laughs> though, right? I, wasn't dis- no, I, was, I wasn't. I, I wasn't never knew dis- there could be a respectful prick. I never I knew. Wasn't, they- I wasn't disrespectful to my teammates, I, I, or my coaches, for that matter. Yeah, I, I, they, they, I hold just like I hold anybody accountable for anything, whether it's in this radio or, or TV business and producers, whatever the case is. If I feel I'm putting in the work and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You should be doing the same things. And if you don't, then I'm going to try my best to carry you to get you to do it. And that's the way I feel about – that's the same way I feel about Aaron Rodgers in this situation, can't he? Is I feel like he's complaining. It's your job to tell them this is what needs to happen to bring them along, to sit their ass down and teach them the things that need to be done so y'all can get to a Super Bowl opposed to, you know, being being, being soft about it or, or – going on podcasts and talking about it, just grab them, pull them aside, and say, yo, man, if you don't get it done, somebody else is going to get it done. And I'm going to sign off on somebody else getting it done because what you're not going to do is have me out here looking like I'm a cardboard cutout. That's that's the way I would approach it. But, you know, hey, everybody does it different, right, Chris? No, everybody is different, but I think we got to hear from Aaron Rodgers before we get into my commentary about it because I got some strong feelings about how he's handled his business as a leader that's, on that team. That's oh, a radio you. pro right there. He's not on Canty and Carlin 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus for nothing. Let's hear Aaron Rodgers. 
I think when the players really take over, then you're going to see the possibility of us making a run. I'm not talking about usurping power from coaches. I'm talking about we take over, we take ownership of what we're putting on the field. Now, some of that might be in the plan. So some of that might be, hey, I really want to do this, offense, defense, teams, whatever it might be. But the other part is taking ownership of your your daily habits and your routines. Just because we're a young team, we can't just write that off as, oh, they're figuring it out. The rookies are figuring this thing out, and they're going to go through their rookie wall and blah, blah, blah. We need everybody on the same page to make the plays that are possible. We need them Monday to Saturday to put in the time to be ready to play Sunday because there's too many times in a game where there's simple, simple things that just are not being accomplished. Here's what I got to say about this. And Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show to express his frustrations with his teammates is the wrong form to do it. You do that closed doors. You do that in the team meeting at the beginning of the morning. You pull guys aside and say, hey, this is what we need to do. We got to have more urgency about going about our business. But as far as his leadership style is concerned, it leaves a lot to be desired. I, I think we're starting to see this season a, a- – a bit of why Aaron Rodgers has only made it to one Super Bowl. I think that's what we're starting to see. For a quarterback that's won back-to-back MVP, I think he's got a total of four in his career. For a guy that a lot of people are saying might be the most talented quarterback we've seen in a generation, this is why this guy only gets to one Super Bowl over the course of his career. And we're talking about this guy being in the league since 2005. So I, I look at Aaron Rodgers saying these things about his teammates, threatening guys playing time, saying if they don't clean up these mistakes, then we got to take them guys out and get somebody else in. I think back to last week when he told the media that, hey, we got to simplify things, and then Matt LaFleur saying, well, I don't even know what that means. Aaron Rodgers, I respect you as the quarterback of the team, but you're not the head coach of the team. You're not. And it feels like there's an overstep when it comes to some of the public commentary that he's making about what's going on. And that, to me – is a poor leadership style. And then, taking it a step further, a couple of weeks ago, he also said he had this glowing relationship with Brian Gutekunst, and if we need to make a move at the trade deadline, I'm pretty confident that we're going to do that. Aaron Rodgers, you're the quarterback, bro. You're the quarterback. You're not the head coach. You're not the GM. You talk about not usurping the authority of your head coach, but it sure doesn't feel like you respect his authority when you make these kind of public comments because you're throwing your teammates under the bus and then you're throwing the bus in reverse and backing up over them. And these are guys that you're going to need in order to get to where you want to go. And CC, a question I've been asking myself is he's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is holding everybody's feet to the fire and that's his way of showing accountability. I'm like, Who, who's making Aaron Rodgers accountable? Who's holding his feet to the fire? Nobody. That, and that's the question. Hey, hey, like, hey, hey. Brian Gutekind, let me say Matt that differently. Let me say that differently. I'm gonna give you the key sweat. Nobody, <laughs> nobody is holding Aaron Rodgers accountable. But Jay, how can you hold a guy accountable when you've turned over control of the franchise to him over the last year and a half? You you've been trying to walk back this Jordan Love, I guess, rift that happened when they decided to draft him in the first round, and as a result. You've acquiesced to Aaron Rodgers at Chris, every single turn. I want okay, so now I want to explore this a little bit. All right, Let's do they're it. thirteen wins, three consecutive years. Mm-hmm. Flamed out in the playoffs. I got problems with him, you know, not performing down the stretch fourth quarter playoff games. But thirteen wins a year. Now Devontae leaves. They have to replace him with talented draft picks, but they're rookies. Aside from the leadership style, I think you make a very strong point. What about the content of what he's actually saying? Suddenly you turn around and it doesn't look good. And what he's saying is, 
what I hear him saying is the young guys are not putting in the work. What do you think about that? Because something's changed, right? They don't look like a 13-win team right now. Max, that doesn't make me come closer to you, though, as a leader. If I'm a young guy, I'm, not, I'm going Jay. further. I'm, away. No, I'm just Jay. telling you, I've been there. Jalen Rose said something about me my first game where I missed some free throws. That didn't, that didn't make me go towards Jalen Rose. That. I was like, oh, F you, Jalen. That's point. how you feel. Jay, great point. I'm not pushing back against the leadership style point. I'm asking about the content of what he actually said. Yeah, that content sounds all good, and I'm not saying that they're not points that need to be made, but the form in which you make those points and how you express that to your teammates matter. I mean, head coaches can go to the media. The general manager can go to the media. But the quarterback can't do that. And when we say guys that are making mistakes, you know what you're clearly doing? You're saying it ain't me, it's them. That's You're saying it ain't me. Though, it's that when you say guys that are making mistakes need to be better or we got to get some other guys in there, that's with the, the, the unsaid part of that, if you're reading in between the lines, is that it ain't me in terms of why this thing looks so bad. It's them. You can yeah. never separate yourself as a teammate from the rest of the guys in the locker room, mm-hmm. especially when you're the quarterback, because that's a leadership position by nature, and that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing with these comments, and that's why I got a problem with it. And that's why I said what I said. I said he has to go to these guys and grab them and talk to them, teach them, sit down with film, tell them what it is that they're doing wrong and help them do better. And if he can do that, then great. And if not, then you now could have a conversation about replacing them, but you have to tell them that. You don't but need not to publicly. But you can't anymore. have a conversation about replacing them publicly, especially on no, the Pat McAfee show. Come not on, man. All. You can't do not that. At all. And that's the you problem, can't. man. These guys, this ain't college, man. All of us are getting, well, I guess they're getting paid in college too, but these dudes are getting paid. This is their livelihood. And when you start talking about threatening other players' playing time, that guys are not going to respond to that the way that you want them to. That's not going to make guys move closer to you like Jay suggested. That's going to make guys move further away from you. That's how you get clicks in the locker room, and that's how mm-hmm. things continue to spiral. Now, Max, we're talking about the young receivers needing to figure it out and get together. What the hell does that have to do with what we're seeing on the defensive side of the ball? Think about how bad that is, and they got seven, count them, seven first-round draft picks on that side and of the they ball. Were, they were supposed to carry them while they're getting the offense figured exactly. out. Yep. Exactly, and that defense is a part of why the Green Bay Packers have the second-worst second-half scoring differential in the entire NFL. Guys, we can put this on the young receivers, but it's bigger than that in Green Bay, and that's where when you have the talent that they have and they're underachieving to this degree – that's when I point to the leadership. That's why I'm looking at Matt LaFleur and I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers. A very fired up Chris Canty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just wait until what he has to say on Canty and Carlin at 3 p.m. Eastern Speaking today of gospel. on oh, yeah. ESPN oh, Radio and oh, yeah. ESPN Plus. That was just a taste. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Chris. Oh, what a prick. We. <laughs> But a respectful one. I got got up early in the morning to jump on your show, and that's what I get, Key? Come on, man. What a respectful one. Oh, no, I was reading reading this. this, this, Don't worry about that. (laughs) We are on the eve of the first college football playoff ranking. What? Imagine how fired up Chris will be about that at 3 p.m. Which team can help itself most this weekend? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. You can catch us on the ESPN app, too. And if you if you're the if if you have a daughter, boy, this this song, woof. Heather Dinich, ESPN college football reporter, with us now. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. How are you doing, Heather? Hadn't seen you in quite yes, some time. Yeah, where have you been hiding? I'm coming back up there to see you guys. Excellent. Heather, we're, we're going to have our first college football playoff rankings next Tuesday. That's November 1st. Which team do you think can help itself the most this weekend? Well, I think Tennessee can because they can't lose to Kentucky. I mean, everybody loves Tennessee, and I understand that, but they cannot go 0-2 against Kentucky and Georgia. Right now, they have the best resume in the country. They're number one in strength of record. You can make a case for Tennessee as the top team in the country. But if they lose to Kentucky... This whole picture changes, guys. So I think that they've got a chance to really further assert themselves as a true playoff contender. Heather, how good is Tennessee really? Offensively, obviously, with those wide splits, they got some explosive wide receivers, and Hendon Hooker looks like the potential Heisman Trophy guy coming down the stretch. But the defensive side of the ball is a little bit of a struggle. So how good are they? Well, we're going to find out, and that's why I mentioned Tennessee in the first question, because if there's a defense on their schedule that can slow down Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, I think it could be Kentucky. And when you look at what Tennessee has done offensively, they are scoring at least 30 points a game. Kentucky has held their opponents 
to at least 24 points per game in the past 11 games. So I think this is going to be a really intriguing matchup, and we'll find out how seriously to take them, not only in the SEC East, but in the college football playoff race. And it'll also help indicate how many teams the SEC really can get into the top four. Heather Denich, ESPN College Football Reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Heather, if you had to give us your top six right now, what would they be? Well, I'm glad you're all sitting down for this because Twitter didn't like it very much. I'm curious to see what you guys think about it. But my top four this week is Ohio State, Georgia, Tennessee, and then Oregon. I have the Ducks in this week. Now, remember, it's a snapshot. And I did not forget that Oregon was absolutely demolished by Georgia in the season opener. It was ugly. There's no sugarcoating it. I get it. But what they did against UCLA was better than anything a lot of the other contenders did to this point. Um, and I would argue it's better than Michigan's win over Penn State because I don't think Penn State is a very good team. So when you look at Bo Nix and what he's done, guys, he threw six incompletions in that game. He found his playmakers, no turnovers. He made it look easy. And Auburn fans are probably like, wait, where was this? So I like the Ducks this week. I'm not necessarily convinced that they'll maintain that spot. Heather, where is Alabama on on your list? Um, Are they around five, six? and, And could they make the college football playoffs still, in your opinion? I have them at six right now because of... Um, well, they have a loss. I have Michigan at, at number five. Uh, yes, they can absolutely make the college football playoff if they continue to play the way they did against Mississippi State. That was probably one of the most convincing, impressive performances that we've seen because the defense played so well. But Alabama, to me, guys, is not a lock because unlike in years past, if they don't win the SEC championship, I'm not putting a two-loss team in. So I think the tide is in must-win mode from here on out. Who are we not talking about that we should be talking about? Well, TCU fans would like to have a word, right? Um, Undefeated Frogs out there. And they're... They've been playing so well. Max Duggan, their quarterback, has been great. They've been playing good on both sides of the ball. My hang-up with TCU is that I don't think they're going to stay undefeated because they have to go on the road and they have to win at Texas, at Baylor. I think the Big 12 is ultimately going to have a one-loss Power 5 champion, and I don't know if their resumes are going to stack up against the other Power 5 champions. That is Heather Dinich. Ladies and gentlemen, ESPN College football reporter, and she is brought to you by Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Find them in the refrigerated meat aisle at your favorite grocery store to create one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. Thank you, Heather. Great to see you as always. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. So, uh, you know, uh, coming up, guys, there's been so many success stories early in head coaching in the NFL, right? The Eagles are undefeated. Pete Carroll and the Seahawks, Key said, it's going to look the same with Geno Smith. It does. But Russell Wilson doesn't look the same, right? That makes Pete Carroll look even better at the moment. And, of course, the two New York head coaches Mm. for the Giants and for the Jets. You know me, I love me some Dable. The Jets coach got a receipts receipts on Key, who apparently doesn't take receipts. 
We are going to get in to whether or not Dable's Coach of the Year. Coming up, KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.